Welcome to Tax Bites for Expats, the top tax tips you want to know as an expat. The podcast is here to help answer the common queries and concerns expats have when moving to or from Ireland. Complex taxes explained simply. We'll focus on the Irish and international tax issues to be aware of to ensure you save time, money and stress. Hi, my name is Stephanie Wickham from expattaxes.ie. You're listening to the Tax Bites for Expats podcast, the show that explains the do's and don'ts of income taxes for people who are moving to or from Ireland. Hi, everyone. Uh, this is Stephanie. It's just me on this episode. Um, we've we've had some really interesting conversations with um, some of the people that we've interviewed over the last few episodes and, and more to come, more to be released. But um, I thought it might be good to just do a generic episode on some of the issues that we encounter or the questions that we get asked when somebody is planning a move to Ireland. A lot of our clients are in a cohort um, who are planning their move to Ireland. A lot of people from the US who are US citizens, um, they may be they're retiring, coming to spend their retirement years in Ireland, or perhaps they're working for a US company and have asked to relocate here or have been asked to relocate here by their employer. A lot of UK clients and um, people who maybe are Irish um, had gone to live in the in the UK many years ago and now are planning to come back. And then categories of people in between. Um, lots of interesting stories and people who have a connection with or a desire to move to Ireland. So today's episode will hopefully be of help to these people and we'll really just cover some of the generic topics that come up, you know, tax residency, um, tax domicile and what it means, you know. I, I think the key piece really for most people is the Irish corporate tax rate there's so much in the media about it um, and Ireland has benefited so much from the fact that we've attracted global companies to Ireland um, because of the corporate tax rate. But perhaps less publicised is the fact that Ireland's individual tax rates are some of the highest in, in Europe. Um, we are, for high earners or medium to high earners, quite a high tax jurisdiction. So it really does stand people in good stead to take advice before they move here and to understand how they're going to be taxed in Ireland. The reason is because in most cases, there may or may not be actions that they will or will not take post advice, really things they will or will not do when they know a bit more about how it works. So to start, tax residency, you know, most people, they can Google it. And I think probably 95% of people that we speak to, they know that if you have 183 days in Ireland in a tax year, you are a tax resident. So firstly, a tax year is calendar based. It's January to December. Um, and the other thing doesn't catch many people, but I always mention it, presence at any time in the day counts. So unlike, for example, the UK, where it's presence at midnight in Ireland, it's presence at any time in the day. So, for example, if you land at 10 to midnight, you have spent 10 minutes in the country. That's a day from your 183 day uh, count gone. The second test is relevant um, when people are coming to and from Ireland frequently. We call it the look back test. It aggregates time in Ireland over the course of two calendar years, such that if you spend more than 280 days in Ireland, you become a tax resident in the second year. That one is one to watch. 
And particularly if people have spent quite a bit of time in Ireland, maybe during the pandemic, and are now planning to relocate here permanently, um, we, we generally say to them, you know, have you counted your days? And if you haven't, it's worth doing it. The reason is because from a domestic perspective, if tax residency is triggered, it's triggered from the start of the year. So in theory, you can move to Ireland in April of a given year, spend 183 days in the country, but still be a tax resident from the start of the year. So that's the first thing. Um, the so what? The so what when you become a tax resident is that the starting position is your worldwide income and gains are coming into the tax net. So going back to my comment there at the start about how Ireland's tax rate is quite high, that is quite important because obviously that's the point at which the Irish revenue will seek to tax everything that you um, are receiving or gains you are making. But of course, that makes it sound terrible. The reality for most people isn't that desperate <laughs> because we obviously have reliefs and exemptions for different uh, types of income, different gains. And I'll try and touch on a couple of the common ones now. But before I do that, I just want to kind of talk about domicile. Um, domicile is a legal concept and it's, it's quite an important one from an Irish tax perspective. Um, I think it's also quite important just to stress here that you know don't take this podcast um in any way to represent advice and please don't determine your own domicile position based on what i'm saying you need to speak to an expert but broadly domicile is the concept of where your permanent home is um and the the issue we find is the word domicile is used in Irish legislation but it's not defined so we need to work with clients to help them work out where they are domiciled. And the reason why is because if an individual is not Irish domiciled, they're eligible for what we call the remittance basis of tax. So practically speaking, that means that if somebody's moving to Ireland and they have a foreign domicile, they can seek to make use of the remittance basis of tax, which means that their foreign income and foreign gains are not taxable in Ireland unless they remit the proceeds here or income here. Um, so again, complex area, advice is needed, but I think suffice to say, it's important to understand these concepts if you're initiating a move to Ireland, particularly if you anticipate you're going to have foreign income and gains after you've triggered residency. Okay, so briefly then to touch on some of the exemptions that you know people ask questions about very frequently, one of the things we see people doing, they are selling their overseas home before they move. And there's often questions around, will the gain be taxed in Ireland, particularly if for some reason the property is sold in a year of residency in Ireland? Um, the, the short answer is it depends. And the long answer is really around explaining and working out whether the principal private residence relief um, applies. So broadly, this is an exemption in Irish law that serves to um, exempt a gain on a disposal of the family home from capital gains tax. Um, so in most cases, if you have occupied the home that you live in for the entire period of ownership, it's relatively safe to say that it's going to be exempt from capital gains tax if you sell it when you are Irish resident. Um, 
It gets slightly more complicated if, for example, that property has been an investment property for a period of time. We then need to, to do some more work, run the figures, um, and it's possible that the Irish Revenue will seek to um, tax a portion of that capital gain. That's a question that comes up quite frequently, and I think people do tend to get quite concerned about it, mainly because tax rules are different everywhere. So, for example, if you sell a property in the US, it may be subject to tax there, um, but the Irish exemption would apply based on the Irish rules. So different income and asset types can be taxed in different ways. There's other things that we often find come up quite frequently, you know, around applying for PPS numbers, um, practical issues around how to register with revenue. We've recently published a blog on the website which steps through some of these things. Um, and I think what I would say to people generally is if you are moving to Ireland, have an understanding of your tax residency position, have an understanding of your domicile, consider doing some planning in advance of the move and always do so in conjunction with an expert, ideally in both Ireland and the location that you're leaving. Um, take comfort from the fact that there is reliefs and exemptions that are going to hopefully limit um, any nasty tax outcomes, but it's always best to speak to an advisor to, to get comfortable that you know they are going to apply. And then from a practical perspective, I generally think, you know, it is wise to apply for PPS in Ireland at the earliest opportunity. Um, there can sometimes be backlogs within the system in terms of having those uh, issued. And then, you know, revenue in Ireland have an online system. Um, so, you, you know, we, we were not lodging paper returns here uh, in the majority of cases from an income tax perspective. Deadlines, you know, people often say, what do I have to do and when? Well, the Irish system, as I mentioned at the start, is the tax year is calendar based, but we have a fairly long lead in time to actually lodge and file a tax return. So, uh, for example, at the moment, we are doing 2021 tax returns in um, October 2022. The deadline is the 31st of October 2022 for a 2021 return and an extension applies the dates confirmed annually by revenue if an individual is filing and paying online and ensuring their preliminary tax obligations have been met. So um, yeah, sounds terrible, but with the right help, it doesn't need to be. And I think from our perspective, what we find is it can be a source of stress for people. They are moving to a new country. They are trying to plan the logistical side. Um, I personally think as well, when you're leaving somewhere to go and live in a new location, it, it's not just the logistics, which are really hard. There's also the emotional piece, you know, is this the right decision? How is it going to pan out? And, um, you know, saying goodbye to family and friends, making new family and friends or making new friends, not family, in the new location. And um, yeah, you don't really want tax to become a nasty surprise in the middle of it. So it, good advice is not cheap, but it is well worth it. So that would be the main takeaway today would be know your tax residency, understand your domicile and take advice from professionals so that you understand what that means in your situation. So thanks for listening. Any questions, um, you can contact us um, on the email, which will be in the show notes. And the website is www.expattaxes.ie. Thanks for listening to Tax Bites for Expats. Please do leave a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcast. 
And as always, remember to take professional tax advice specific to your personal circumstances before acting or refraining from action in connection with the matters dealt with in this series. The material in this podcast is intended to give general guidance only.